What up, what up, my people? I hope you're enjoying your day. I want to let you know that I'm in Spain right now, taking a, like a three-month trip to Europe. Um, I started in Belgium, and now I've been in Spain for a couple weeks. And I'm sharing this with you so that I can... That's the point of traveling, so you can kind of bring back or expand your horizons of what's really going on. Sometimes we get caught up in our own little small town. You know, we get small, caught up in our small town, and I've been to every major city in America, and when I get there, you know, people tell me, oh yeah, but Naja, you know, in Dallas, no one wants to help me, and everyone's charging lower, that's why I can't get clients. Oh, oh, but Naja, but in Orlando, there's so many salons down the street, and no one wants to help me, I can't find a mentor. Oh, but Naja, but in Chicago, oh, but Naja, everywhere, right? So it's, nothing is new under the sun, and there is help in all places, and there are people that won't help in all places, but I want to share this with you that I'm here in Spain, I look all around, there's tons of Europeans on holidays, because you know, Europeans, well, you know, they don't have to be wealthy, they're going on like two, three week vacations, that's just a given, two or three weeks, right, and they do a holiday. So <clears throat> lots of nails are done here, I, I'm seeing lots of people with their hands and feet done, lots of nails, um, so, and I went into a couple salons, there's, you know, plenty of salons in all these little towns I'm going to, and some are real small villages that they're not, like, you know, you're doing that at home, or your nieces or someone are doing it, because I saw some really great nails, I was like, no, no, there's no way she painted that French, there's no way, because it was such a delicate line, and my brother who's here with me is, you know, European, lived all around, traveled way more than me, he said, no, 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 that's, like, in this village here, no, there's, there's no nail shop, like, there, the, the, her niece did that, her cousin, but anyway, point of this is to say that wherever you go, listen here, wherever you go, there you are. So it's not like, oh, I lived in, I grew up in New Jersey and I moved to Los Angeles and all my problems went away. Oh, now I'm here in Europe and all my problems are away. No, I'm still the same person. Yeah, for like three or four days you get hyped up, you forget about things and now, now okay, all my same core issues are here, all the same core really great things about me are here. So what I want to bring Spain to you for is to let you know that there are people here doing services. I went to something called a hammam, which is a more Arabic thing, because this, this, the town that I was in <clears throat> first um, was very Muslim and Arabic, and then the Christian troops came in and did what they did, and I just find that a funny word, Christian troops. I don't think Jesus had any intent on that, but anyway, that's a whole other subject. But for this is... Um, hammam is like basically a bathhouse, right? They'll have steam rooms, saunas, hot pools, cold pools, and um, you're going in there, usually you're going with friends, and friends even, you know, men go with men, women go with women, plenty of straight men, they're scrubbing each other's bodies, like they, it's just like, it's just, they don't have all this, um, you know, whatever, they're, they have homophobic in the thing, but as far as relating and touching one another, they don't have issues with it. So, I went there, right? So this was a spa. Basically, it's a spa, and I signed up for a massage. And I just want to let you know that the front desk girl, and then the spa attendant, and then the massage therapist, I dealt with all three of them. And they were all really great. But what I really got to see afterwards is it's kind of the same personality types, right? There's only 11 or 12 
personality types across the board for all humans. So you're not as unique as you think you are, but you are actually unique as well. So the front desk girl had the same vibe as any, you know, front desk girl see. The massage therapist kind of had a massage therapist vibe. The spa attendant, you could just tell like the, the energy and stuff that she was on. So it was like the same and it really helped me to see how, how beauty is so universally unifying, right? I can move here and get a clientele within probably six, eight months, easy. I'd have to get the lay of the land, see what, you know, prices are, what clients like, what they don't like and all that. But because I know how to build a clientele, because I have the foundations of marketing, I have the foundations of how to build a clientele, and I have the foundations of pricing and things, <clears throat> I'd be able to make it here. They don't speak much English, you know, in Belgium, there's English speaks everywhere. Here, no, they don't even have menus in English. It's like, you gotta figure this out or not. But I just know I would still be able to get a clientele here because I know the foundations of business. So that's what I wanna bring my travels to you with, is that there are beauty services in every nook and cranny of the world. And if you know how to get a client in America, in Los Angeles, you're gonna know how to get a client in Alabama. You're gonna know how to get a client in Dubai. You're gonna know how to get a client in Spain, right? So it is the same. The problem is people will think, oh, it's so different here, it's so different there. It is, there's definitely cultural differences. There's a way different air. For me, the energy in the air here is not as uh, aggressive and suspicious as America. And in America, for the most part, there is a lot more uh, money-driven opportunity, right? Okay, so you could, grow bigger and grow larger, right? There's not a cap on things, but where has that got us? <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, where has that actually got us? The very materialistic culture, and um, there's a lot of, a lot of ruckus going on, right? So, you know, both places have pluses and minuses, but the, the point I really wanna show you is that wherever you go, there you are. A lot of people have these you know, hopes and dreams, oh, if I move to LA and I start working with celebrities, my life will be so different. Yes, your work life might be different, but if you don't have the foundations of how to do self-care for yourself, if you don't have the foundations of how to properly market yourself and how to get systems and structures, it'll blow up in your face. So, and believe me, I've been a traveler. You know, I grew up in New Jersey, then I moved to Los Angeles, then, you know, I was in San Francisco for a little bit. I was in Seattle. I go on retreats a lot. I've gone out of the country a lot. Morocco, I've gone to Fiji. I've, I'm here now in Spain. I'm gonna check out Italy. But each time I go, within a day or two, then you start to see, oh, here I am. Wherever you are, there you are. So I'm just wanting to tell you that there are people here in Spain doing services, struggling for clients. There are people here in Spain fully booked and completely fine. There are people here in Spain that are having the same issues you're having with wanting to charge their right raise their prices but don't know how or feel they can't or feel like no one can afford the prices that they want to, right? Now, maybe not the clients you currently have, but don't ever say no one, right? Um, there are people here that are have really great ideas but their perfectionism is bothering them. So I just wanna let you know that we're all the same, we're all not unique, we are all unique, we're all different, and we're all the same. It's all this paradoxical stuff of truth. Usually the truth means that both are true at the same time, and our limited mind cannot 
deal with it because we're so um, linear. We want black or white. And truth really doesn't work like that in most cases. So I just want to let you know that, you know, okay, I've traveled all the way here, people doing nails and they still need clients. Some of the salons are empty, some of them are busy. So I want you to work on your foundations, right? The foundation of how to get a clientele and how to market. The foundation of how to cross promote so your neighborhood is helping send clients to you. That is a book that I have. I know I talk about it, but I'm never gonna stop talking about that because the 55 places to market your beauty business and it's much more than that. This is how you get your neighborhood to start promoting and marketing you. I had a one waxer, an esthetician that worked two blocks away from me. She sent me over 200 clients over the course of me owning my salon in four years. She also set me up with Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige was my first celebrity client. Then I got, I met her hairstylist, which was Kim Kimball. Kim Kimball referred me to Shakira, Eve, and then from there I just met so many other people and then, you know, did all the clients. I did all the celebrities. So you never know who can refer you, but that book is so important so you can see how will your neighborhood help you. Now it says the 55 places to mark your beauty business. Those 55 places are in most neighborhoods in America, in almost all of them, right? And now when I'm here in Spain and looking around Belgium, it's like, okay, most of them have those 55 places on there as well because it's the same crap, the same commerce. It doesn't matter if we're, you know, trading euros or dollars or beans or cows or whatever it is, same thing. So I'll talk a little bit about today of what you need to charge for your services, you know? A lot of people will say, you know, is $60 good? Or, or you know, I've, I got a salon suite and it's $300 a week, is that good? I can't answer these questions. It's very important for me to let you know that there is no way for me to really answer that question without some data. The data that's needed is your current income what is coming in? How much money are you making? And your current outgo. What is your outgo? And first I wanna know what is your outgo for your business? How, how much does it cost you to run your business? Most people don't know this when I ask them. They'll say, oh, the cost is like about like, you know, it's, my rent is 300 a month. I said, okay, but do you buy nail supplies? Do you pay for gas to get there? Do you have a, a bank account where there's a bank, you know, a monthly bank fee? There's, you know, do you buy snacks for your clients? Like, it costs more than just the rent and you're, you're thinking too small, right? So first, in order to know what you should be charging for your services, you need a lot more data. You first need to know how much money do you need to live? What is all of your expenses, business expenses and personal expenses, if this is your only income coming in to pay for your house bills, your car and all that, right? So most of the time when I look at people's numbers and things, I see there's a lot of expenses that we can cut. You don't need an $800 car payment for what? And that's usually like, you know, $500 car payment, $200 shorts for what? That's ridiculous. People spend $99 a month on the gym. They go once a month, right? All this Starbucks stuff. So first you need to see how much do you need to make monthly? And let's just use a roundabout number. It's $3,000 a month for everything. Your spa rent, your home rent, your car, your whatever, whatever, right? Um, then you need to figure out how many services do you need to do and at what price to be able to get this money? Or do you want to start to charge 
hourly. I've gone over this a lot, right? There's plenty of ways to charge. You can actually charge hourly. You can charge per service. So there's plenty of ways for you to see. Now, what you don't want to do is try to figure out what your clients can afford and only base it on that. Now, I'm in a position here where I know me personally on like the professional level, who I am in quotes and with my on resume paper, right? What I've done, what I can offer, all my experience, I could be charging way, way more. And I'm going to start to do that incrementally each month. I charge a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And I can take the big jump. I believe in myself enough to take the big jump. Like, okay, say I'm offering something for 175. It's easily worth 650, period. It's 650. But the people that I'm currently dealing with, I have thousands and thousands of people in like, you know, my database, stuff like that. They yet cannot afford that. And I know that because I've speak to them. It's not that I'm assuming. I'm speaking to them because people are telling me I'm saving up for your book. And my book, I give them a code to get the book for $16. So if you're saving up for $16, I know who I'm dealing with, right? I'm like, wow. Now, I don't want to stay here forever. I don't want to be doing that, but it's a, a service that I feel the need to give back to those people because I've lived like that. I've lived without 50 cents for real, for real. So I get it. But I'm not gonna, I can guarantee you I'm not gonna stay here for long, but I'm doing my due diligence and serving those people that need to save up $16 or need to save for a $59 class. And if you're here listening, save up for it. Get to it. I want to help you, right? I'm not judging because believe me, I have lived a long time like that. So it's my wanting to give back. Now, when I'm doing now services and working on set, yeah, easy for me to charge a thousand, eight, eight thousand, whatever it is. But the people that I'm helping right now can't. But I don't want to be waiting on people to save up $16. Do you feel me? So I'm going to elevate to the next caliber of people that can afford more. So I'm letting you know that so that that's how you can judge when you're thinking about your clients. If you have a full, you know, if you, if you have clients and you had them for two or three years and they're already, you know, him and hawing about your price and stuff, you can start to see, okay, maybe the people that I have now can't afford a raise. But I'm telling you now, you still need to raise your prices because if you're feeling taken advantage of or resentful, you have to raise them. It's going to open up. If some people have to leave, which most people don't because I really give a, um, a detailed way of how to go about raising it, how to answer their questions and all that, um, you can, you need to raise your prices if you're feeling taken advantage of. Now, a lot of times people will think, oh, uh, they're just assuming they can't afford it. You're assuming because you might not be able to afford it, they can't, or you don't feel worthy enough. And that's a whole other you know, topic, and I've had some podcasts about that, and I can continue to talk about that. But this one more is about the data that you need in order to make a decision to know what you could or should be charging. And some of that data would be how much do you need to make? How much do you want to make? And then you build from there and you do your deal diligence and your market research to see what is the going rate in your area? What is the going rate in US if that's where you live? And you're only using that, listen to me about it here, you're only using that as a jump off point. You're using that as data, as absolute data. You're gonna charge what it is A, that you need to make for life 
and B, what your services are worth. Now you're gonna say, oh, I don't know what they're worth. And, and certain people are really, really great and they don't know how worthy they are. And there's some people doing crappy work, but they 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 are charging way more. So it's a, a fine line, but first, I want you to have this data. Don't come to me and say there's a $300 a week studio. Is that too much? Well, first you need to tell me how many clients do you have? Can you bring five clients there? Do you have 10 rotating clients? How much does that make? Or how many clients are you gonna need to get? Like This is all, all data information. And the way to get this data information is to start to keep track of your numbers. Start to keep track of all the money that comes in, all the money that goes out. I did this for about a two year period and I'm still really not that great at it. It's like, some people really get it. I teach them and they, they keep it monthly. I had to take this class over and over and that's why I still, I teach the class now so I can still remind myself like, this has gotta be on point. I, you know, when I first started, I would write down everything. And I mean everything. I put it, you know, I'm a gumball addict. Like I love, if I see someone chewing gum, I don't care if it's a stranger, like, man, can I have a piece of gum? <laughs> so I, um, and if I see a gumball machine, I'm putting a quarter in there and getting one of those gumballs, right? So I would even stop and put that 25 cents down. Like you gotta make a commitment to write these numbers down. And that's what I wanna talk to you about with this Boardroom Beauties. I have a workshop monthly called Boardroom Beauties Workshop. And in that workshop, we go over two main foundations that you need to be successful in this career. One is marketing. We go over the foundation of an elevator pitch, what to say, how to say it, how to get clients anytime and anywhere. That's the marketing side of it. Then we go into this data collection side of it, the income and output, the keeping track of your numbers. How, what's the easiest practical way to keep all of your income and to keep all of your output. You need this information, it's just data, energy and data, right? Now, if you're not making enough, because I was in that position before where you're not making enough, you don't really want to write it down. You don't really want to see it, but let me let, uh, let you know. When I finally started to write it down, within the summer, I tripled my income. Money started to come in because there's a metaphysical law, and this is the only reason why I latched onto this, because I heard metaphysically from my spiritual a metaphysical law that when you have your financial house in order, the universe will literally throw opportunities your way. Let me say that again. When you have your financial house in order, the universe will literally throw opportunities your way. Now, having your financial house in order does not mean at this juncture that you're living solidly, like that you're making more than you're spending. At that time, I was spending way more than I was making. But having my financial house in order was knowing that. I didn't know that until I actually started to look at the numbers, managing it. So having it in order in the beginning, even if you're like, oh my God, I'm spending way much, way more than I'm making right? And I want to pull the covers on my head. That is still having it in order. And if you consistently keep track of it, then you st it starts to be fun. It starts to be like you're moving things around and having a te you're tetrising around your money. And I don't, I don't call it a budget. I call it a spending plan to see how you can spend and what you can move. Um, so I want you to get into that. So if you need help with that, please uh, look into my boardroom beauties workshop, contact me, sign up for it. It's usually uh, like the, the last month, uh, the last week, uh, of the month on a Monday. It used to be on Sunday, but I think I'm gonna be moving it to Mondays now because a lot of people are inquiring about it being on Mondays. <clears throat> so please, please, if you're listening to this and you are doing nails and you've been doing it for more than two weeks, 
And if I ask you how much money did you make last week in services or last month in services, and you don't have that answer, just know that you are not yet in business. And don't feel bad because there's people that have been doing it for eight years, 10 years, three years, six years. When I ask them this question, and this is across the board, beauty board, um, not just nails, hair, makeup, barbering, I'll ask, how much money do you normally make a month in services? Like, ooh, I don't really know. Wow. How much money did you make last week in service? Oh, I really don't know. But then you're looking for a suite or you're looking to go buy this new $400 e-file or you know, every color in this certain line. You've got to know these numbers. You have to do more than just the art part. You must know these numbers. And I make it fun. I don't make it tedious because I don't like to do all these details. I'm, I'm trying to build this you know, online education business I have and, and systems and details and all that stuff is not my forte either. I know they're needed. Once I start to get involved in them, I like it. And so I start to Tetris it around just like the money. But starting it, oof, it's hard. I wanna do the creative part. I wanna know how to market it and how to do all that. So um, I hope that this helps you, you know, and just know if you ever get a chance to travel um, outside of the US, the food is banging, yo. Cause just tell you like in Europe, they don't do any of that GMO food, genetically modified food. When that first started to come up, all of Europe sort of was like, nah, we're good. We are good. We don't want that. We don't sell that. So just so you know, 99% might even be 97, something like that, but it's high. Like 99, we'll say 98% of all genetically modified foods is sold in the U.S. Here, the bread is made fresh down, you know, the grandmother down the street made it and it goes to all the stores, all the bakeries, all the restaurants all the hotels so it's like i'm eating bread here not feeling bloated so if you ever have a chance to travel do so because it'll really open up your mind and it's not like you won't you don't have to be bashing america but just to open your mind to see one you know there are different energies different vibes different foods different political systems and then two to just see people are people right there's people here yelling at their kids yelling at their spouses you know walking dogs not walking dogs like it's just like people are doing people things wherever you're at so the the message of this is one start to keep track of your numbers sign up for boardroom beauties or a one-on-one with me if you need help to start that because the way that i got all of the opportunities i got was from number one taking action and then number two starting to keep track of my numbers and even though it was pretty grim pretty grim to see ooh, i'm overspending about sixteen thousand a year right the universe started throwing opportunities my way because I was getting it in order and managing it and at least knew it's better to know than to not know. Um, and then the second thing is to see that you need foundational principles, right? You need to know how to market yourself. People here in Spain need to know how to market themselves to get nail clients. People in LA need to know how to market themselves and both need to keep track of their numbers. So I hope that this helped you. Uh, I love I love hearing from you. So please reach out to me, najazone at gmail.com or on Instagram, the underscore Naja.